It's time for the Ron and Brian podcast. Get ready to fill your ears with the latest news, politics, current events, and whatever else we feel like talking about this week. And now, your hosts, Ron and Brian. All right, good evening. It is Sunday night. It is 8 o'clock. It is time for episode 208 of the Ron and Brian podcast. Uh, As always, joined by the gentleman uh, to my immediate uh, left or right, depending on what screen you're looking at. Uh, Brian, Brian, how are you doing, sir? I, like most of America, am in mourning for the 22 people who died in Uvalde, Texas. Well, 21. I don't think we're counting the, uh, the gunman. You know what? I cry for him, too. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Nice save on my part. Ron, it is Sunday. It is 8 o'clock. We are live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook. And for the one person that watches us on Twitch, we're there too. We are there. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, first off, everybody who is watching live, I want to say thank you um, to all of the new listeners that we've picked up in the Philippines over the past two weeks. I would like to say welcome. Um, it is, uh, you know, I'm not sure where, um, you know, how we, uh, you know, fit into the algorithm of YouTube Philippines. But uh, uh, Viva La Marcos, as I like to say, Ferdinand, Amelda, Fernando. stop. All right, Brian, it is Memorial Day weekend. So you know what that means, my friend. Not only... Is it the start of summer? It's the start of Hot Podcaster Summer. Hot Podcaster Summer. You thought we played that clip to death last summer? Oh, but just wait till you see what we do this year. Ronald, if I may ask you, um, when when you visualize that sound effect, mm-hmm. Hot Podcaster Summer, then there is a crack of the whip. Correct. And there's, uh, I I wouldn't really, I don't know that it's an orgasmic um, moan, but it is certainly sexualized. It's well, I would say it's a moan of satisfaction. Yes, if I had had to put, if I had to put a phrase to it, yes, chef's kiss. Now, how do you, what do you visualize as taking place with the crack of the whip? Like this is like that Seinfeld episode where George left his um, audio recorder in an office. And then recorded people talking about him after he left. But what are you visualizing when you hear the crack of the whip, hot pot preceded by hot podcaster summer, and then a moan of satisfaction? You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna actually not answer that, Brian, because I think the beauty of the sound effect is the fact that it allows the listener to really picture in their own minds what is going on at that exact moment. Oh. And I don't want to take that away based on my personal peccadillos, if you will. Um, I think, you know, everyone out there has the God-given right um, to determine what they feel is going on in the Hot Podcaster Summer uh, sound effect. I know that you just recently adopted a dog, but I did not realize that you and the wife also just adopted some peccadillos. Um, <laughs> well, you can you walk me through how are the peccadillos um, uh, uh, adjusting to a house of six cats and one dog. What it's is a long, um, it's a long process, Brian? You have to introduce the you have to introduce one peccadillo and then the next peccadillo, and it's it's a process oh. that goes on over weeks, possibly months, um, possibly straight through to the end of Hot Podcaster Summer. Hot Podcaster Summer. My favorite um, audio clip that we have on the show that we have ever done. Just just absolutely the best. There you go. I have another one that I think you might like, Brian. It's a little one uh, I like to refer to as drink of the week. Drink of the week. Nazdrovia. Salud. Drink of the week. Sancho. Who's? Drink of the week, drink of the week. Drink All right, Brian. Uh, now that the summer is here, now that hot podcaster summer is here, what 
are you drinking? Now, you can't say hot podcast or summer without immediately playing the audio. It is just the rule. I don't want to ruin it just yet. Maybe in a little bit. But what are you drinking, Brian, more importantly? It is, it, it's warm outside. It's humid outside. It's wicked hazy outside, people. That is right from the, fo- from the folks over at Sam Adams. I had this beer earlier in uh, May, thanks to the kind people over at um, the Paramount Theater in Huntington, Long Island. I am not smashed. This is my. This is this is not true. I'm just energized for the day. Um, you are looking at look how hazy that beer is. Mm. Very nice. Mm. You know, Rod, coming in at six point two ABV. It's juicy. It's hazy and full on wicked. It's bursting with fresh fruit aroma, packing punches of orange, mango, pineapple. It's delightfully drinkable. I'm definitely not reading this with full with fun flavors and a smooth, silky finish. Crack it open, America. Be prepared. It's wicked delicious. Sam Adams, wicked hazy IPA. Oh, a nice uh, Sam Adams IPA. Hazy, but is it tasty? Pretty good. All right. It's a pretty good beer. I'm not going to lie. I've had a couple over the past week, um, and it's one of the few IPAs that uh, um, I'm still appreciating. You know me. I've moved on to the Lagers and the Pilsners. Back there, it's my... It's my safe space. I'm comfortable. I feel like I'm in a in a in a weighted blanket with uh, with with a good lager. But this one does not have that sharp, um, uh, 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 bitter, hoppy aftertaste. It's got a lot of citrus, um, just bursting with flavor. Ron, yes. What are you drinking? Uh, so Brian, as you know, uh, myself and giant food stores, we have a bit of a history. They've been my beef of the week numerous times uh, due to, you know, various things in their store, their little training carts, their stupid little Marty robot that follows you around all the time. Um, So they reached out to me. They they offered me an olive branch, if you will. And they said, Ron, would you uh, would you have one of our collab beers uh, as drink of the week? So I said, you know what? Let's let bygones be bygones. And so uh, they sent me uh, the initial release of their Key Lime Kraken. This is their collaboration with Heavy Seas Beer uh, in Hailthorpe, uh, Maryland. This is a Key Lime Double India Pale Ale. That's right. A Key Lime Double IPA clocking in at 8.5%. Uh, oh! Bursting forth. From the depths of the heavy seas with tantalizing juicy hops and fresh key lime flavor is the giant key lime kraken. There it is. Look for it in your local giant or Martin's food stores. Uh, so let's take a look. This, this is not an advertisement for not giant supermarkets. We have not been sponsored by giant supermarkets, but if you look at that, Brian, you, look at the body on that beer. That is uh so let's see how it how it tastes. Think about it. I mean, take your time. I mean, this is not just in video format, but also audio. People are listening to just dead silence while you lick your lips. Scratch your nose, deep in thought. It's okay. It's uh, not as, it's not very hoppy. I would have expected okay. a little bit more hoppiness uh, from a double IPA. And uh, really not getting any uh, hint of key lime as well. So Ron is not happy with his beer of the week. I'm not. I'm not pleased. So uh, Can- if, this, if this was an olive branch, if this is a way of them trying to uh, make peace with the Ron and Brian podcast, I feel like it has just done the opposite and has just enraged me even more. May I offer a silver lining? Yes, please do. Okay. The eight percent ABV. Eight and a half percent ABV. Eight and a half. Excuse me. Want to make sure I capture all the alcoholic content of this beer. Correct. Eight and a half percent ABV. Ron, I assume you have more than one in front of you. Um, I have a, a few in my fridge. Yes. Okay. I'm going to expect you to drink a second one before the hour is up. And there, and and I, I, I hope you can understand and appreciate why. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on record and say it's gonna be difficult for me to get this first one down. So. Okay, then we'll do what we can. Ron, 
I, I'm going to ask you to uh, put your big boy pants on. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to adjust your testicles from the left to the right. Okay. And stop being a little bitch because tonight is our after dark pajama party, which we all know from having done them probably, I would say about two years now, are are just way more energized when when Ron has alcohol flowing through his systems. Um, ladies and gentlemen, for those, you know, I will not, t- I know we're, 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 we're still at the top of the show. I do not want to um, uh, uh, go on to a sidetrack for too long, but we do have our After Dark, which is the special content that we have behind the paywall. Um, it's on Patreon. Go to our website, ronandbryanpodcast.com. Click in the upper right-hand corner where I believe we've got a button that says become a patron. Something like that. Close enough. Go to patreon.com. Click the link. Or click the link on our website. takes you to Patreon. Sign up. Subscribe. For as little as $5 a month, you will help offset the cost that Ron and I incur to keep this podcast for free. Every time you see this banner come up through um, uh, uh, from the from your right to your left at the bottom of the screen, 75 cents out of our pockets. You say to yourself, how can I help? Jo- become a Patreon subscriber. For $10 a month, I believe that is the silver level or more, you get a link um, uh, to watch the show live as we do it. And keep in mind, people, these are stories that are not for public consumption. So YouTube would ban us. We would get um, shadow banned by Facebook. Twitch would just throw us off the whole t- entire platform. No, 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 no. You want to know stories about um, uh, 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 sexual uh, injuries? Patreon. You want stories about only fangirls? Go to the After Dark. You want stories about bizarre sexually transmitted diseases? After Dark. You want more stories about only fan stars? After, I mean, it literally is spicy, sexy content. And if Ron's drinking an eight and a half ABV beer and he's already on his third one by the time we start after dark, wink, wink, Ron, start drinking. It's going to be a fun one because Ron is always more fun when he has a couple in his system. Very true. Uh, one thing I would like to, I do take kind of issue with uh, this uh, this comment uh, from uh, listener Johanna about it not being summer yet. And I would just say to that, that uh, Memorial Day weekend, I feel, is always the unofficial start of the summer. But nonetheless, it is the official start of Hot Podcaster Summer. Hot Podcaster Summer. <sighs> I hope we've addressed that appropriately. I believe so. All right. I believe so. Let's get to our beefs of the week. Oh, hold on. Degloving stories. Ron and Brian's beef of the week. Brian, what's bothering you this week? Um, I, I, I don't even have the words to put it to, to describe it. Um, it is the most recent school shooting in Uvalde, Texas, um, has just unleashed a level of anger within me um, about America, about our representative politicians, about the gun culture, um, about our uh, mental health uh, uh, disorder uh, plague that is going through this country, um, uh, the police. I'm upset. About, I mean, I it's... I don't know exactly where to start, where to end, and I'm not even sure that I have the words to describe how I feel, but that is my beef of the week. It is not um, the fact that I ordered some, some some groceries from the supermarket and they gave me the wrong things. It is not that I ordered um, some spices from a, um, a West Coast um, a spice distributor and they only they sent out oregano and garlic only. It is not that FedEx does not deliver my packages into the vestibule between my outside door and my inside door of my home um, so that when it rains, the cardboard boxes get soaked. No, 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 no. This week, my beef of the week is something real, something tangible and something that is tearing apart the country that I love. All right. That, I mean, Ron? I that's a very valid... Uh... 
very valid uh, beef you have. Ron, what's bothering you? You know, I was going to uh, I was going to talk about these uh, pigeons that have been hanging out uh, on the back of my house and pooping on the deck and uh, and uh, deck furniture. Uh, but your thing too, your thing's pretty uh, pretty good too. So mm-hmm. I may just echo that for you. Let me hear about the pigeons. No, I got walk this, me through them. I got this this pigeon that literally. So it's one pigeon. Now it's two. As of this evening, it's two pigeons. But first, so is it is it a male female pigeon pair? I, well, I, you know, I, I'm not good with uh, bird uh, genders, so I couldn't tell you. But earlier this week, there was a bird hanging out on the uh, the gutter right outside my back door. Just huge pile of bird poop on the back deck. And at first, I thought it was injured. I tried to like get it to put it in like a box to take it somewhere, and sure. it like flew off. Then, like, another pigeon, like, dive-bombed me tonight uh, when I was out on the deck. Like, just came flying out of nowhere. I thought it was going to take my eyes out. Uh, just hanging out, giving me the stink eye. So, don't know what it is with these pigeons. They may not even be pigeons, to be honest with you. I don't even know what... what. I'll take photos of them, and maybe if there are any people that are familiar with uh, avian uh, veterinary services, uh, perhaps I've- they can help me out. I believe we have a friend of the show who is um, in that industry, that field, if you would. um, And I believe that uh, she would be able to not only identify which species of birds it is, but also um, the best way for you to um, protect your home. Because, I mean, let's, let's be brutally honest, Ron. You own the land that is your home there, you know, no, you're going to stand your ground. You're going to stand your ground in your home. And I believe that you should go out and get a shotgun and um, shoot at the um, pigeons when you see them. I mean, I will say this. I reached out to, to that individual you're referring to uh, right off really? the bat uh, to, to get information on how to handle a potentially injured pigeon. And it was a solid, I'm going to say, 14 hours before I got a response. So I don't know that there's a sense of urgency. It hurt. It hurt me deep inside. Uh, I would agree with Janelle. Like, I feel like we may have a nest. The the the, the bird looked like it may be pregnant, but uh, we don't know. It's hard to say, but they're uh, they're multiplying. Can you so do me a favor? This is what this is the move is to get one of those uh, 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 ring cameras, the nest cameras, what whatnot, and find the nest and set it up right outside the nest. I'll, then I'll see what scre- I can then stream it behind the paywall so people, if they want to watch these the the pigeons sitting on the eggs waiting for them to hatch, I believe bird eggs hatch. I, I mean, as far as I know, yes. I mean, I, I know dinosaur eggs hatch and turtle eggs. I don't know what birds do. Um, so, oh, here you go. Um, William, William Esquire, always coming in um, with the answer. They are yellow-bellied sapsuckers. That's what you're dealing with, Ron. I must um, be. Um, but uh, 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 it's um, it, let them become internet stars. <laughs> I will see if I can find the nest and uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, so, yeah, Brian, uh, last week, you know, we, we talked about the Buffalo shooting. And now this week we get to talk about the uh, Uvalde shooting. Uh, sure. At Rob Elementary School. Um just a, a horrible, a horrible story. Uh, an 18-year-old shooter who literally uh, just bought uh, the uh, his uh, weapons, his AR-15 style rifles that day, uh, got into um, the, uh, the school and killed 19 students and two teachers. Uh, yeah. Making this, I, I'd like to say making it the you know the worst shooting in american history but it's just another Ah. one we've had over 220 mass shootings so far this year uh 10 of them taking place in the state of texas um it was only last year that uh, governor greg abbott of texas was applauding himself for signing a law uh, lowering the age where you could purchase a gun in the state of Texas from 21 sure. to 18. So here we have an 18-year-old who previously had asked family members to buy him a rifle. They had refused. And on his 18th birthday, uh, literally goes out and buys rifles um, and uh, kills multiple people. So uh, kudos to Governor Abbott, I guess, um, 
for being a complete piece of shit and passing legislation like this. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I, I, listen, I know that we've got 40 minutes left of this show and we could easily spend 40 minutes talking about this. Um, I am so fucking, um, uh, the, the sense of despair that I genuinely feel because, um, I cannot think, and, and keep in mind, everybody's, um, everybody's mass shooting is different. You know, the people in Buffalo were just individuals who had gone supermarket shopping. Um, you know, the, the people in any of those 200 other uh, mass shootings that you've been to, um, what is the part that is so just, um, dumbfounding to me is that, um, these were fourth graders. These were third graders. These were literally children that <coughs> there's another clip for you. Um, that these were just children and, um, that were torn apart by an assault rifle, um, I mean, I've I, I've watched interviews from medical experts about the damage that a round of uh, that a bullet round from an assault rifle does to the human body. Um, uh, and they're talking about on cadavers. They're talking about on an adult body. I, you know, the, the, I cannot imagine what a AR-15 or whatever the fucking gun he used um, literally, um, I cannot imagine the 20 families right now in Texas that are um, burying their children whose bodies have been literally ripped apart. Um, and I, I, I don't mean that uh, as a, a metaphor or a euphemism, but literally torn apart. An AR-15 round going through a child's body will literally take off a limb. Um, it literally will destroy an entire head. Um, and that what's, what's so upsetting to me is that we're as a country, we are going to do nothing. Um, we will, we will not make it any more difficult for somebody to get their hands on a weapon that, that should not be in their hands. Um, we are not going to make it any safer for children to go to school. We are not going to, um, address mental health in this country. Um, and it is just something, uh, it's it's really just like watching this thing roll off um, uh, the deep end into um, you know how much terror needs to take place um, within this country before something is done. Um, it is such a taboo subject of gun control in this country. Um, you know, I have friends who own guns, and um, you know, uh, and 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 I and and I even I will say that I believe that Americans should do have the right to um, possess some type of handgun for self-defense. Um, but do, but, but the, the fact that we can't even have a, um, a, a conversation, a dialogue nationally about what is the reason why the average American or just any American in this country should be able to roll into a store and walk out with a weapon of this level of destruction simply because we love our guns. Um, there's absolutely nobody hunting with a AR-15. Nobody. There's there's no practical use. Um, you're destroying the animal. You're destroying um, uh, uh, the carcass with the meat. What, whatever the fuck you want to you want to refer to it as. Um, but there's just in my mind, there's ab the 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 there's absolutely no good justification for the average citizen to have this type of uh, uh, deadly weapon in their possession. You know, we accept that the average American should not have a, a military-grade tank. We accept that the average American should not have access to um, a, a, a military-grade uranium cake. Um, but uh, for some reason, um, that line turns gray, and then uh, uh, just a, a big, we can't talk about it when it comes to uh, 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 weapons. I mean, I, listen. Ron, I know you're 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 itching, you're chomping at the bit to get into this dialogue, and <laughs> yeah. I clearly can just keep fucking rambling. But you're talking about a weapon that has that that scares the police department of Uvalde, Texas, that scares them from from going into the school to um 
uh, uh, to stop the shooting because they feel that it is not safe enough for them to go in. But somehow as this, as they wait an hour, children are just getting picked off one at a time by this insane fucking human being and nothing's going to happen. We're going to have the same fucking conversation. Um, uh, is it a month from now? Is it a week from now? Is there going to be a completely different mass shooting? We're going to be talking about uh, for episode 209, which will be found on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch a week from today. I agreed, Brian. I mean, and we've we've had this discussion before, and you know, obviously, the solving this problem is it's multifaceted. It's 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 a mental health issue. It's you know, it's a it's a policing issue. It's it's a guns issue. But again, we are not only are we armed, we're we're the most heavily armed population on the planet. The U.S. has sure. slightly less than five percent of the world's population, but forty six percent of the world's civilian owned guns. There is an estimated 393,347,000 firearms in civilians possession. That works out to about 120.5 civilian owned firearms per 100 people. And again, you look at these school shootings and the the, a, the AR15 is the one that is the 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 weapon of choice. For these for these mass shootings, for these school shootings, the, the Buffalo shooter used it. And, you know, we have other products in the history of this country that, you know, have have caused multiple deaths that we have pulled off the market immediately. Sure. You know, in 1982, you know, seven people in Chicago died from uh, tainted Tylenol pills. Pulled all them off, pulled them off all off the counters until we could figure out what was going on. You can't buy a good metal lawn dart anymore. That was one of my favorite uh, toys when I was a kid, just because every now and then, you know, a kid would catch a a metal dart in the head. Um, but yeah, it's I've it's, never been the same since. But it is absolutely ridiculous. And and your point about you know what the uh, a round from an AR fifteen does to a, a small child, like. The the reason that they could not release all of the names of the kids that were killed that day is that parents were unable to visibly identify their child based on what was left. You're talking a child's face blown off so completely that parents couldn't identify their kid. And this is somehow okay. We're, we're, we, you know, we can't pass background checks as, nope. as a federal law. We can't pass, you know, uh, mental health screening. Mental. You, we can't provide mental health screening. Um, it, it's. I mean, again, if if you have a child that goes to school, I don't know how you are not anxious. Every single moment your child is not in your line of sight these days. The thing that is driving me nuts over the past week, um, and this shooting took place when? Monday, Tuesday, around there? Yeah. Okay. The thing that is driving me absolutely bonkers because it's now become part of the national dialogue as a solution is armed guards at every entrance of a school that we are going to solve the um, the school shooting issues. We're going to solve the mask, um, the uh, the mass shooting issues in this country by putting um, people with guns. So now every kid who goes to school is going to have to pass by a armed security guard or off duty police officer. Um, and um, and what 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 baffles me is the fact of the dialogue is that there were armed um, uh, uh, police officers at that school during the shooting, and they were afraid to run in. Correct. So we're acting as if by putting an armed guard outside that this person is somehow going to have the courage. And wasn't there a, 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 a school police officer in Parkland, Florida, who also was caught on video hiding by a garbage can Correct. for about a half an hour when that is that there's no guarantee that these that that an armed guard is going to be able to take out somebody with an AR-15 who is shooting them as they're approaching the school. Um, I, I cannot imagine the loss of that we would rather as a country 
have every child lose their innocence at the age of six when they go to first grade for the first time and see somebody with a gun standing in front of the door to let them know that the building they're entering is so dangerous that that that, that somebody with a gun needs to be standing outside to make sure nothing happens to them. That that is the the logical um, solution for school shootings. Well, the the answer is that people come up with is, yeah, let's put more armed guards at the schools, which studies show uh, actually increase the amount of fatalities during a school shooting, then reduce them. Uh, Let's arm the teachers, uh, which 78% of all teachers have said they do not want. Listen, Um, no offense, but these were the same teachers that literally a month ago, we, not you and I, but America was sitting there determining that uh, that that we couldn't trust them to teach um, to kill a mockingbird. Right. Um, that you, we you can't be. They can't be trusted to teach certain books. They can't be trusted to teach about race. They can't be correct trusted to teach about gender and sexuality. No, 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 no. Let's no, give no. them a pistol let's, and, and let's, tell them to you know to to protect our uh, to protect our children. Um, and again. Oh. If it were there's, just there's going to be nothing funny about this get show. this product off the shelves, keep it out of the hands of people that can injure other people. And to your sure. point, you know, there's going to be there's going to be a, a, a full investigation into the police response to this. The Department of Justice has already said that they're going to look into the failures of the local police department. But nothing will change. I, I understand that. But this, they're going to sit there and say, oh, the uh, uh, the SWAT team in Uvalde. First off, why the f- I mean, I, I know the uh, this is going to sound um, uh, uh, stupid in hindsight, but why the fuck does Uvalde, Texas, need SWAT teams? They don't. It's because of, the, it's because of their location uh, near the border. That's why there were so many. Uh, that's why you had U.S. Marshals showing up. That's why you had SWAT teams. That's why you had Border Patrol. Well, officers. they showed up. I mean, it was very right. important for them to show up to the, 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 the school, um, actually entering the school and taking out the um, the armed gunmen was just not as much of a priority as showing they up. They entered the school, but they just hung out in the hallway while the shooter killed potentially eight to nine more students. I read today that they believe one girl just bled out to death in the school room, in the room that he was in oh, while I, I, they I were pleased. I mean, it, it, you, it, it's, you just, it's so, like, and I know it's so fucking sad. It's so fucking sad people. Um, each story gets more and more heartbreaking. I mean, there was, there was a woman that left her job, drove to the school, was handcuffed at one point by federal officials, uh, talked to the local uh, police department and having her uncuffed, went into the school and took her two children out herself. Right. All in, the, all in the same period of time that the police were hanging out in the hallway wondering what to do. And it Wait was, a second. Wait a second. Uh, Run that by me. So she showed up to the school. Correct. And she took her kids? She went in, found her kids and got them out. They weren't in the classrooms, obviously, that the shooter was in, but she did more to get her kids to safety than all of the police officers that were there did. But you're telling me she didn't take anybody else's kids. She just <laughs> took her <laughs> and own. I couldn't tell you, Brian. I, I now, don't see, have any this is where This is where I believe selfishness is getting repackaged as um, uh, as heroic behavior. I mean, what you're t- what you're telling me is that a civilian ran into that school, had the ability to save lives, and instead only saved her own children. And somehow, in the 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 telling of this um, this tragedy, this woman is being hailed as someone that we should see as a hero. I, I, I'm not going to uh, comment on your. Listen, you know me. You know me. I love a good Schindler's List reference. But do you remember that scene when Ben Kingsley at the end of the is sitting there and he's just going through the list of names and he's thinking about how he could have saved more people? Do you think this woman is sitting there fretting away about how she could have saved Mary, Bill, uh, Steve, um, Geraldo, um, uh, Ron, uh, I may I may let you just run and see how many names you can actually get through. I, I'm done. I'm just done. But do you think that she's sitting there being like, "I should have saved more kids," or do you think she's sitting there being like, 
oh, I, I, I'm going to write a book about my experience. Well, I, you know, I don't know that. I don't know that. Speak, she to my lo- speak to my lawyer. I don't think she was necessarily in a position to save the kids that were in that classroom. I think her her main thing was realizing that her kids were holed up in the school somewhere. Uh, police were not doing anything, and and she needed to to take it upon herself to to help her kids. Now, also, what's amazing is less than two what's months amazing? ago, there was an active shooting uh, training session for the Uvalde Police Department. And the, 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 the training was clear in that the first priority is to move in and confront the attacker. Like literally the first bullet point of this training is mm-hmm. stop the killing. And it says a single officer may need to confront the suspect on their own. Um, it says that, you know, you may be risking lives, uh, but it, the innocent lives takes priority. And it says, quote, a first responder unwilling to place their lives of the innocent above their own safety should consider another career field. And they I should be fired instantly there should be uh, looking for another job. No, no, they shouldn't voluntarily be looking for another job. The entire police department should be fired immediately. The industry should blacklist them. And you had 19 officers outside the classroom. 78 minutes went by before they entered with children repeatedly calling 911 asking for help. Children, you're hearing stories now about, you know, children watching their teachers being killed. Uh, Children who smeared their friends' blood on themselves to pretend that they were dead to try and stay alive. And right already, the propaganda has been put out there to try and, you know, put blame elsewhere, anywhere other than the police department. Anywhere. And it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, I'm so um, uh, I'm so disheartened. Disheartened is really the word. I am just so disheartened by this country. I am disheartened by um, our politicians. And immediately the right is um, absolutely saying, listen, no offense. They fucking had their annual NRA convention this week. Right. Just the, 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 just the tone deafness of, hey, somebody just shot up a school and killed 20 children, but let's have our convention promoting guns. It, and what's, what's also amazing is the NRA says that they have 5 million members. There are 331 million people that live in the country. So right. why the fuck is one and a half percent of the population able to dictate an issue that endangers the lives of everybody out there? I, I know you, I know you're trying to say this as a rhetorical question, but it is it is they are they have bought politicians. Right. They have contributed enough money to the politicians that are in decision-making roles within this country that they are unwilling to put forth any type of dialogue to limit um, uh, the uh, um, access to uh, uh, firearms within this country. I mean, I feel like they can nearly $16 million a year from gun lobbyists. And the truth of the matter is, this is the part that pisses me off so much, is that the Ron and Brian podcast, we haven't taken a penny from, <laughs> from the gun lobby. I would take, I, w- I would be so happy to take your money, gun lobby. I would take every penny I could from you. I would be so pro-guns. I would do a show holding a, a, a rifle. I would be hold, doing shows. I would sit there with a, with one of those little Mexican um, bullet vests going, you know, uh, going across me for, for $75 an episode. I'd be happy to do that. Speaking of sponsors, Ron, um, have you shaved yourself lately? Please don't. What? I'm just saying, please don't uh, go from the the shooting into a, uh, uh, whatchamacallit. Listen, Ron, I think one of the things that the police officers that that, that first landed um, and got to the shooting site at the Uvalde school, I think one of the first things they realized is that they were going up against an AR-15 and they only had handguns, so they needed to secure the site because they weren't they didn't have the right tools. You know, they did not have the right tools for the job. And one of the most important things is you have to have the right tools for the job. And trust me, Ron, your balls will thank you. That's right. We're talking about using Manscaped. Manscaped, 
where we own several of the products that they provide, including the Lawnmower 4.0 and their ball deodorant, because it's the only thing that has saved us from itchy balls. Right, Ron? I mean, I guess you can... Uh... Manscaped was kind enough to send us their Perfect Package 4.0 kit, which includes their new and improved Lawnmower 4.0, along with other liquid formulations for your manscaping routines. Ron, nothing makes my gears grind more than a school shooting as compared to having little stubble on my balls. So speaking of that, it comes with a lawnmower 4.0. Not only is it the only water-resistant trimmer, but this time's got to stop. Use promo code RONSBALLS for 20% off your first order. That's right, manscaped.com. Use the promo code RONSBALLS, R-O-N-S-B-A-L-L-S, and you're going to get 20% off. So did you see the cover of the New York Times Sunday Review today? Did I see it? I fucking wrote it. <laughs> so just to pull a, a photo up on the screen, um, this is uh, uh, the cover. And basically, it just basically states it goes back through all of the school shootings over the last, I don't know, probably six or seven years. And that authorities, each and every time, authorities said that the gunman was able to obtain the weapon legally. So when you have people getting weapons legally and causing this amount of death and destruction and damage, um, clearly it feels like that's a time that you need to change some laws. Just my opinion. We will do nothing because we are we are feckless. We are absolutely feckless as a nature, as a nation. Um, we are afraid. Um, we are afraid to do to to take a stand on an issue. Um, thoughts and prayers is the sentiment that gets uh, um, tossed around um, and, and, and people will continue to die. Touching, Keep in touching. mind, this is the same nation where we refuse to wear a face mask because God forbid, you know, someone told me that I can't, I don't have the right to open carry my gun down to the, my local Chili's and sit down and drink a, a $5 blue margarita on Friday for happy hour because COVID doesn't exist because because General Fauci tells me to wear a mask. I need to have my firearm in case my bourbon steak comes with onions and I've asked them to hold them onions. And speaking of terrible taste, Ron, can we talk about your shirt for a moment? <laughs> You're not a fan of the shirt? It's it's comfortable. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a festive uh, holiday weekend type shirt. I know I'm staring at my monitor, so my side of the camera is going to look weird. But can you please walk me through the design of this shirt? Because so, I mean, it looks like a polka it's just, dot. It's just it's, they're little watermelons. It's just a gray shirt with little watermelons. It's my beginning of summer uh, shirt. It's my beginning of hot podcaster summer hot shirt. Hot podcaster summer. <sighs> See, the way I visualize it is, you know, like how they have like um, uh, 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 the little baby for New Year. <laughs> I'm familiar. Yes, I remember baby okay. New Year. So I'm visualizing baby New Year, but with mm-hmm. your head. <laughs> is this because I literally put your head on baby new year earlier this year? You did, but, but I'm visualizing you on baby new year. Okay. Naked on all fours. Okay. And then the crack of the whip smacks <laughs> you right up against your ass. And then you go like this. Ah, <laughs> as you slowly ejaculate onto the floor below you. So this is why I don't want to ruin anyone's vision of what they're, uh, their interpretation of the hot podcast or summer uh, theme is ruined. What do you mean by ruin? I just made it a thousand <laughs> times better. Nobody was thinking of that. Uh, so, uh, so jumping back to last week's shooting, uh, the uh, the hate crime domestic terrorist incident in Buffalo. Uh, now, law enforcement officers are investigating whether a retired federal agent had about thirty minutes advance notice of the white supremacist plans to uh, murder black people at a Buffalo supermarket. Uh, Authorities believe the former agent, believed to be from Texas, shocking, uh, was one of at least six individuals who regularly communicated with the accused gunman in an online chat room. Um, So this will be interesting to see how that uh, unfolds. Um, Obviously, I think if someone had notice of it, especially someone who was former law enforcement, uh, I would think there should be a level of liability that falls on that person as well. 
Your okay, thoughts? so well, <clears throat> I feel like if you are in a position where you have um, taken on the responsibility of protection and failed, I believe you should be cri- held criminally negligent. If you happen to, um, you know, like like if your job is a police officer and you are too afraid to enter the school where kids are being um, slowly executed, um, I believe you should be fired. Um, if you just are, if you see a kid driving around, like what was the advance notice that this guy had? That he was part of uh, this the shooter's Discord channel um, when and and ha- possibly saw the note <sighs> that you know uh, was 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 privy to the plan to begin with, and then also uh, was aware of the fact that the shooter was about to put the plan in motion. But how many people online talk talk nonsense and things that they don't actually believe just for online clout? But this wasn't like in an open forum, though. This was literally a, a not the point. It's 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 how can you believe everything? You, if we become a world where you know we're reporting to the police every time somebody threatens to do something illegal, I mean, just on Facebook alone this week, I've probably have committed about eighteen different violations of community standards, and about seven of them should have been reported to the police. Maybe I mean maybe you should have been reported to the police. Maybe I mean, it's the it maybe it's the onus on all of our listeners tonight to call the police and report you for something. Oh, speaking of calling the police, fuck Texas even more because they 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 they're 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 cutting back on abortion rights and they are literally empowering people to um uh uh, uh to uh, uh notify the police if if they think somebody's having an abortion. But there's absolutely nothing in Texas if you think somebody's going to be um, committing a mass shooting. Oh, I am so I am so fucking fed up with this country right now. Well, and, and Oklahoma, you know, quickly trying to catch up to Texas okay. and being a horrible state. Um, there was a, uh, a shooting at a festival uh, earlier today. Uh, one person dead, seven injured, and also really? their governor has signed two laws. Uh, one, the most restrictive anti-abortion law in the nation now, literally banning abortion at the moment of conception. Uh, In addition, uh, also passing a law to crack down on transgender children, stating that they will only be allowed to utilize the bathroom based on the sex listed on their birth certificate. Um, This is focused on K through 12. Schools that do not follow the policy uh, look to get aid from the state cut to them. And schools can also be sued by parents now um, if they allow trans students to use uh, bathrooms uh, of the gender that they identify with. And it was passed as an emergency nature, so it goes into effect immediately. No emergency nature needed for shootings at festivals in Oklahoma. But let's fucking pick on trans kids uh, as much as we want. Unfucking believable. Sorry, I'm a little, I, I don't a little even know fired what to up. Say to I'm a little fired up. No, the, I, 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 I've, I've tried to make a joke and I just can't. Should we, should we, maybe try and have some levity for a little bit? I did get we we broke out our new uh, phone number ne- last week in case you want to call in, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 267-627-1062 if you want to call in with comments, criticisms, uh, if you want to tell us what a great job we're doing, that we suck, whatever. You can leave whatever kind of voicemail uh, you want. Well, we did have a voicemail this past week, Brian. Would you like to hear it? I think we have to hear it. All right. Hi, Ron and Brian. This is Samantha from Portland. I just want to thank you for all the great experiences I've had listening to your podcast. I love it. It's straight perfection. Um, Only one critique, though. For God's sake, Brian, learn how to pronounce the state of Oregon correctly. It's Oregon. Thanks, guys. So, I mean, overall, I think a good voicemail. And you do need to pronounce Oregon correctly. You call it Oregon. How do we spell it? O-R-E-G-O-N. Now, if it was O-R-E-G-O-N-E, maybe Oregon would make sense. But Oregon. Just say it. Let it roll off your tongue real quick. It's Oregon? Oregon, yes. 
Portland, Oregon. Yes. All right. Oregon. 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 Like Woulda. Oregon. Or who? Woulda. Woulda, Jerry. Woulda. Um, also, Brian, well, again, once again, the numbers. First off, thank you for that voicemail. Seven ten sixty two. Yes. Thank you, Samantha. Uh, super thank you fan. very much. Uh, we and know I'm, she's put some stickers out on the West Coast for us. Uh, now she's left us a voicemail. Kudos to her. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in. Also, Ron, um, will we be, be getting more stickers in? Because, uh, you know, that's feel, on my to-do list. It's I on my I feel like in between your pro formas, you really <laughs> should be um, uh, ordering some stickers because I am I am literally out. All right. I'm, I'm making a put a little post-it note here. Stickers. Um, more importantly, Brian, a question for you. What are you watching? Um, I'm watching Life of Agony, um, a hard rock band, metal band, however you want to refer to them. As um, this past week, they started their um, Northeast uh, 2020 tour, um, hitting such towns as Hartford, Connecticut, uh, hitting such towns as Hampton, New Hampshire. Hitting towns as Portland, Maine. Hitting such towns as Poughkeepsie, New York. I've watched four Life of Agony concerts this week. Out on tour with them, home for the night. Um, it is uh, a fascinating, fun times. Uh, uh, enjoying the shit out of it. That's what I'm watching. Ron, right. yes. What are you watching? Um, so new on Disney Plus. Uh, the new Star Wars series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, dropped oh, that started? The, dropped the first two episodes um, earlier this week. Uh, so I managed to watch both of them. Um, I would give it a solid C+. Like the oh, first, that's it? The first episode, very slow, long, and drawn out. Um Second one was a little bit better, but it was shorter. So I think that helps. Uh, at the end of the day, it's really just like kind of fan service because you know the characters in, you know, because you've got Obi-Wan, you've got Princess sure. Leia, you've got Luke Skywalker. You know, they are, the, uh, you know, this takes place like, I guess, right after whatever the last of this of the third trilogies was so you know leah, luke and leah are kids and obi-wan's watching over luke and blah 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 but at the end of the day you know when you're when they're in like a life or death situation like you know obi-wan and leah are gonna make it because they're in the original star wars so sure. it's just like i don't know it's fine i will probably i will probably watch it um, through the end. Um, my, my biggest issue, and it was the issue I had with Boba Fett. It was the issue I had with the Mandalorian. Um, no Jar Jar Banks. And I would argue that out of all the, the trilogies, the, the greatest, uh, character introduced was Jar Jar Binks. Um, a lot of us, uh, we refer to ourselves as Binkamaniacs, um, in the, in the, 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 the fandom. We feel he should have a standalone series. Uh, but even just, you know, again, even just a, a peak of Jar Jar would, would make the show so much better. Okay, so it's 10 years after episode three, eight years before episode four. So again, uh, Jar Jar was in episodes, uh, you know, one through three. Would just make sense to have him. Where is he now? Where is Jar Jar? Exactly. Question for you. Are there any actors that I'm familiar with? Um, and again, this is somewhat of a beef. They so flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers has has an acting role in the show, like like Bill Burr did on The Mandalorian. Right. Or are we talking exactly. about the major? Exactly. And and again, I think they don't necessarily look for actors all the time. They look for like recognizable faces that are sure. Star Wars fans that people would be like, oh, isn't that cool? Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, they're probably spending so much money on Jimmy Smith's and Ewan McGregor that they they have to really just get anybody else who's willing to sure. act in, in the rest of the now, show. Now, how do they tie this back to now? How are they tying this into the uh, Mandalorian um, storyline? Like, is he um, uh, hanging out with Obi Wan? Is he? This is, um, this is, taking, uh, this isn't is even he taking the, baby. 
this isn't in the Mandalorian timeline. So this, I would we say- said this. No, we said the same thing about Boba Fett. We said it's going to be its own standalone story, Boba Fett. And it turned out, bam, it was really about the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. So now they're doing a show about Obi-Wan. How are we going to be introducing um, Baby Yoda into this one? Because fuck it. Did we make a lot of money, uh, according to uh, the world of Disney, with that Baby Yoda merchandising, that sweet, sweet Baby Yoda merchandising? So I'm thinking we need to we need to bring the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda into this in some way. Somehow, I, I think it won't quite match up. It won't be canon, Brian. I don't think you can do that. Uh, I'm also watching the new season of Stranger Things. Um, so that has dropped. Watch the first. Now, is that are you watching that because you're a teenage girl? <laughs> Why would you say Stranger Things is just for teenage girls? I'm, I'm curious. I, I don't know. Your thought have, okay, I'll tell you why. Because my friend's teenage daughter loves the show. That <laughs> literally is my only reference point. I have never seen an episode of Stranger Things. All right. Um, so I've watched the first one. But, but the thing that I like about um, Stranger Things is that uh, uh, Tamora uh, Morrison was in it, which makes me think that that's why it was great. But as Janelle points out, there's no Sam Jackson in Stranger Things. True. It is It is very uh, Sam Samuel L. Jackson light yes. in, uh, in Stranger yes. Things. So Stranger Things, and again, it's they're, they're kind of just doing the same formula as season one, uh, just dragging the episodes out, though, to about an hour and 20 minutes each. Um, and it's... There are, I would say, in the first two episodes that I've watched, there's been, out of the 120 minutes, there's been probably two or three minutes of exciting content that you have to sit through the other hour and, like, 15 minutes to get to. Okay. So I will stick with it, see if the season gets better, because um, this is the final season, so might as well watch it. Uh, but, yeah, I am not... Uh, so needless to say, first two episodes in, not overly impressed with... Obi-Wan Kenobi or Stranger Things. Okay. And, and we know that you are very difficult to please. <laughs> I am. I, I have very uh, high standards, as we all know. Uh, what else we got? It's this just week, a shame. Brian? It's just a, oh, uh, we have some celebrity obituaries, we do. Um, which uh, I, I, I think we need to get to. Um, Ray Liotta. Mm. Um, or as I like to, as friends of, uh, uh, you know, used to refer to him as by his full name, Raymond Allen Leota passed away this week in the Dominican Republic where he was shooting a film and also, um, trying to figure out what was going on with his face. Um, it is a mystery. Nobody will ever determine. Um, there, I mean, it looks like he's done some, some plastic surgery. There's no wrinkles, on that face whatsoever, but it absolutely looks like there's about 14 extra layers of skin um, to keep it smooth. Like instead of sucking it in, they just puffed it out. Um, maybe somebody took a um, a, a bicycle um, uh, air pump and just stuck it right up his nostril and pumped some air into the skin to just make sure that there were, 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 were absolutely nothing. Um, yes, he did. Here we go. Once again, William Esquire nails it. Right Started on. to look like Tony Curtis over the last few years. Um, Ray Liotta passing away, undisclosed um, uh, reasons. But uh, listen, we all shed a tear. Um, I don't think there is anybody in my age bracket who um, that I respect who cannot instantly quote a couple lines from Goodfellas. And he is one of the key reasons why that movie is a cultural institution more than 30 years after it came out. Don't forget also in uh, Field of Dreams, showless, uh, oh. Jack, uh, showless Joe Jackson at eight and a half percent kicking in clearly. Sure. Uh, yeah, just a, a, a huge IMDb listing. Um, you know, a lot of <clears throat> great films, a lot of great TV shows. Uh, passing away at the age of 67. Also, uh, the first points scored so far in the 2022 Ron and Brian death pool. Uh, listener Max M had Ray Liotta, uh, the only one picked so far. Uh, so he jumps into the lead with 33 points. Um, and then Bless his heart. All stuck on zero. Oh, Copland. Yes, another, uh, another good uh, Ray Liotta. It's a great, that's a great Ray Liotta. 
Um, Superboy. Also passing away this week uh, from Depeche Mode, Andy Fletcher passing away at the age of 60. Um, I was never a big Depeche Mode fan, Brian. You? I was a huge Depeche Mode. Um, uh, Strange Ways, uh, uh, Violator, um, uh, uh, Stranger from a Strange Land. Um, not, you, you didn't actually use one of the better photos of him. Sorry. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, huge Depeche Mode fan. Um, hated them when they first came out, um, as it was just a, um, you know, what I, 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 you know, back then I was pretty much a, a, a believer that if it wasn't a guitar, bass, drums, and a singer, it wasn't real music. Um, and then Depeche Mode came out and really, um, you know, they brought it, you know, it was all synthesized. It was all drum machines. But, uh, you know, when you sit there and you can talk about, you know, their their catalog, um, enjoy the silence, policy of truth, everything counts. I mean, the personal Jesus, never let me down again, just can't get enough, strange love, um, precious, it's no good, people are people, walking in my shoes, I feel you, behind the wheel, world in my eye. Really? You're just going to let I'm me go? see how it's long you can you. go out for this. Okay, we'll keep going. Shake the disease, stripped, master and servant, a question of time, blasphemous rumors. Gotta stop. All right, I think I, I think I've done enough to the listeners and letting you list off the Peshmer songs. I am just shocked you let it go on for that long. Well, you know, it's uh, sometimes I like messing with but, my friend. Ironically, Depeche Mode, one of my favorite bands, never saw them live. Really? Well. Because I just felt it was just going to be like three guys standing at keyboards going like this. Kind of like going to like a Kraftworks concert or something. Yeah, it's just, or, or yeah, it's just, you know, is it really a, it's, it's, it's basically the equivalent of going to an EDM show right now. Um, I think that's about all we had on the list to discuss this week. Real quick, I know we didn't have it on the list, but I'd like to get your thoughts. Um, the Johnny Depp. Amber Heard defamation case has gone to the jury. Um, any predictions on to how they may rule? Well, Janelle says that uh, the um, that uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard put on an amazing show. Listen, Go the, the trial no, was fascinating. It lit up TikTok for the last six weeks. I did not want to follow it. Um, I just felt that this was um, a, a personal matter between two people who are having relationship issues. Um, it should not have become public fodder. Um, I don't believe either of them came out looking better um, as a result of it. Um, it seems like the court of public opinion absolutely has has um, sided with Johnny Depp. But at the end of the day, do I think uh, more of him now than I did before? Absolutely not. I think he's a man in pain, a man with uh, substance abuse issues, um, um, and a man who, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, was in a relationship with somebody he should not have been in. And instead of leaving, he uh, recorded them having fights with each other. Um, it really is just, once again, another step, I feel, in the saga of America digging itself deeper and deeper that, um, you know, there's so many fucking issues going on in this world. And um, at a minute, uh, at, at three minutes after the hour, you are sitting there talking about how it's dominating. Oh, there's going to be a season five of the uh, trial? Apparently, that's what I'm hearing. That's what Janelle is telling okay, us. Okay, I guess I, 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 I um, uh, yeah, I just feel like it's, 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 it's all part of the dumbing down and the uh, the great distraction, you know, it is uh, instead of talking about the the, the fact that the police are are, are uh, in America are funded billions and billions and billions of dollars, and when push comes to shove, um, you know, we're at a point now where police will not go into. Yep, it's our fault. Um, you know, uh, where police will. You know, you. Yeah, I, I saw a very good uh, a tweet earlier, which is you know just how fast this country has fallen. That um, you know, a little over twenty years ago. Um, airplane slammed into a um, a skyscraper and police and firefighters ran into the building, um, putting their own safety aside. And I'm not trying to say that America, that New York is tougher than Uvalde, Texas, but it's just the fact that 20 years ago, um, those first responders ran in 
two years ago, um, nurses and doctors ran into emergency rooms as they were filled up with people who were um, uh, uh, sick with a disease that nobody knew how to treat. Um, uh, it was well documented. They were using um, uh, 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 face masks for the fifth day in a row. They were wearing garbage bags to, tr to try to protect themselves. And here you have a police department that was recently um, uh, trained on, on a situation like this that were incredibly well-funded um, uh, with, uh, with the tools that we're going to equip themselves with. Um, and did absolutely nothing. Um, decided to stand back and, and and protect themselves rather than put uh, you know their lives on the line, which is one of the things they are being paid to do. Um, just to bring it full circle again, um, we are in a shithole country. It's getting worse, not better. People, um, you know, I'm not trying to rush the ending of this show, but I always say to people, you know, I like to end the show by saying, you know, if you can, you know, do something good for somebody. Um, that you, uh, you know, you, you may not be able to change the world, but you do have the power to change somebody's life. Um, do something nice for somebody this week. Um, these cops chose not to. These cops down there chose to, to, to just stand down and do nothing. And uh, I'm furious. <clears throat> Don't know how to say it any better than that, my friend. So why don't we just end it on that? Anything else before we uh, roll on out of here and get ready for our monthly pajama party after dark? Can we? Is there any way we can promote the Patreon one more time, Ron? I mean, you're more than welcome to if you want to talk about going to ronandbrianpodcast.com or following us on TikTok, one or the other. But if you want to go to ronandbrianpodcast.com in the upper right-hand corner, click on Become a Patron, join at the bronze level or higher, and get the link to join us live after dark in just eh, about 23 minutes. And again, it's our monthly pajama party where all of our Patreon subscribers get to join us on the show. It is a fun time. And I think that's really what everybody needs right now is uh, Absolutely. a fun time. And uh, it's a great way to start off Hot Podcaster Summer. Hot Podcaster Summer. Uh, all right, uh, Brian. If there's nothing else, I'm going to take us out of here. Let's do it. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for joining us on the Ron and Brian podcast. We're live each week on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find prior episodes, links to our social media, and everything else Ron and Brian at ronandbrianpodcast.com. See you again next week.